0: Right, welcome to Thursday's True and True Talk with Matt and McGinty. That's me. That's him. We are so glad that you guys have joined us for another episode of the podcast on Thursday or whatever day you might be listening to it <coughs> today. Me, man, I had to cough. It's okay. It's bad allergies right now. (laughs) I tell you what, ragweed is wreaking havoc. Whenever the skies are clear here, you know the sinuses are not clear. Yeah. Sort of general rule of thumb in the hill country. All right, today we are going to do because we lack inspiration, but because hey, we know you love it. Did they pumpkin spice it? Part two. (laughs) The most listened to episode ever about pumpkin. I know. (laughs) We we had to bring it back. Why not? Let's just do it again. So uh, (laughs) our second annual. It'll be an annual tradition to pumpkin spice. Because there's an unlimited amount of things you can pumpkin spice. We're also going to have a life hack from yours truly. I have discovered something, and I want to share with you about Shugu. That's right, Shugo. A Little teaser there for you. Okay. And then, last but not least, we have an awesome interview with Mark Hutchison, who's one of our volunteers with our disaster relief team that went out and fed a bunch of people in Louisiana. We had other people helping out with chainsaws and doing mud outs and cleaning up people's houses and whatnot. So, Matt is going to do an interview with Mark Hutchison. Marky Mark is what I like to call him. Marky Mark. <laughs> he yes. works with our students. So, you know, I. Yeah, that's kind of that's how we, you guys roll. That's how we so, do. all right. Well, let's uh, kind of jump into it here in a second. Now, Matt, you're coming off a vacation. How you doing? you recovering, yeah,
1: man. Yeah, it was it was a great getaway. Um, it was our vacation that we were supposed to take this summer, uh, and then you know, COVID kind of messed things up for our family, and so we we got to do it and uh, to you know got got to experience a, a great week so a little getaway and yeah. get some
0: sun. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Yeah, man. So it's good, good to be back. And our office is kind of interesting right now. We're doing a big renovation. Yeah. It's not us. Not like, us, oh man. <laughs> so
1: our offices are like the only two that that didn't get or that got spared um, but they basically said we're going to remodel and do this all nice but Madam McGinty no, we're going to leave their office as is.
0: Which but. we were okay
1: with because yeah, it, mean, sure. it means we had to get all the shelves and
0: desks yeah. out of our room. So for we're in the, to the student the center,
1: and the student center has fairly new uh, carpet tiles, <laughs> and so they didn't they need to – do much there. Wait, do the carpet
0: but, tiles go into your office and mine? They don't they do no, no, we saw the old carpet. Well
1: oldish, but not <laughs> as old
0: as what was in the no reception area. So uh, there was even carpet in one of the in the bathroom floors in one of the the pastoral bathrooms. Yeah. That had to go.
1: Which man. speaking of, that that's that's a the a big a big reason, probably the big reason that all this is happening. We've got a new pastor coming. Yep.
0: Not that he said You got to redo it before I come. No, but but, uh, we've this needed to be done a long time ago. But like, hey, listen, if we have to get this office his rooms sort of set up the way that is good for him and conducive for him to his workflow. Let's yeah. go ahead and get the whole thing done. Well, know? and we had generous people in, a, in the church that said, hey, we want to we want to help make that happen who gave to help sp- to sp- specifically make that happen. Right. And we had some for generous everyone, people with, for their, everyone. with their time. We got a right. whole crew in there ripping up baseboards and carpet and moving stuff. You guys were awesome. Not Thank to you, mention, there's like a,
1: a, an additional crew who's out just doing all kinds of stuff on campus yep. today. So we got... It's been a got, work day out the yinging. We got all kinds of men and ladies here that are working and getting it done. Doing doing great things. And
0: this Sunday is our covenant commitment service with Wes Wilkinson, our new senior pastor. Yep. So we like to refer to the time where we vote on him as a church as sort of the proposal. He said yes. We said yes. And uh and so <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that way, but yeah, and then okay. so the covenant service is this like, it's like, the, like wedding. the wedding. Yeah, it's like the wedding. Okay. It's a time of it's a ceremonial time of commitment to each other. But no honeymoon. Well, uh, it'll be a honeymoon phase. Yeah, a honeymoon phase. Yeah, honeymoon phase. Yeah. Every pastor of the first year gets a honeymoon phase. Yeah. Come on. It's a gimme. All right. Let's get into it. I've got a life hack for you guys. Give it okay? to us. Life hack. So, it kind of starts off as a dad fail. I've been trying to soak our foundation, you know, because mm-hmm. summertime things get real dry and our house is cracking in half, apparently. So... <laughs> I put a soaker hose down, but then one of our kids decided to they wanted water from the faucet. So instead of unscrewing the soaker hose, they just ripped it off. Oh. <laughs> it's like my three year old is so strong and he just ripped off the hose. I'm like, I, I don't wanna I have to unbury this and put down a new one or I can try and fix it. So Shugu to my rescue. Okay. So Shugu, if you don't know what it is, you use it to fix your shoes. And like I've fixed all my keen sandals with it, it's fantastic. But what people don't know is you can use it to patch up holes. Uh-huh. So if you have an inflatable, you know, tube or something you float on in the pool and it has a hole in it, you can actually patch a hole with it, like almost anything with this. It's amazing. Oh, wow. So you take the shoe goo, you put a glob of it on your hole that you want to patch, and then you lick your thumb, get a lot of saliva on there, and just move your thumb over the shoe goo so it doesn't stick to your fingers. And then to smooth it out and let it dry for about 24 hours, and it's good to go. Now, with the soaker hose, I like took this to the next level. Okay? I put a bunch of Shoe Goo, and I actually reconnected the hose using Shoe Goo. Different globs of it and smoothing it out. And it hardens, and it's a little bit flexible, too. But the whole thing is reattached, and it's beautiful. And it worked great. Wow. Shoe Goo, people. It's amazing. Who not just for known? shoes. Not just for shoes. Shoe Goo. And you can patch anything with this, man. It works phenomenal. Okay, I might yeah. check that out seriously. And it's like I think nine or eight bucks at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, really cheap. Where do you find
1: that in the shoe aisle?
0: Yeah, actually in the shoe aisle. Okay. Yeah, great question. You can find it in
1: the shoe aisle. Shoe goo in the shoe aisle. Of course, our Walmart here, like it's you can't find anything right now because yeah, no, they've is, rearranged everything.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, you I'll I'll use it on shoes. Like when my heels and soles get separated from a shoe, or whatever, or the kids' shoes get kind of checked up, I'll put some underneath there, <laughs> binds it together, good to go. So awesome, man. All right. That's my life hack. You are welcome. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, so Matt, what's our next segment, man? Our next segment is hey, you know it's fall now. It is officially fall. It
1: actually uh, felt like fall today. Oh, well, It got yesterday. down to
0: fifty-four degrees yeah, last yesterday night. Yesterday
1: was great too, man. It's it's only last a, a day, but yeah, <laughs> fall is officially here, and uh, man, I think you know, with the whole pumpkin spicing, I mean, you're seeing it in the stores. Um, Are you ever? Yeah. (laughs) Pumpkin spice. Oh, my goodness. Everything. And it seems like, you know, fall gets a little earlier every year. Like, officially, pumpkin spice
0: comes out as soon as school starts, I feel like. Right, like August. Yeah. You know, like. I was at Sam's Club yesterday and they had pumpkin spice ravioli. Yeah, hard
1: pass. Okay, well, I'll cross that, that off. My, no, that, no, that's it. <laughs> so what, Daniel? What we did last year, and we're doing again. Uh, our second annual did they pumpkin spice it game. We mm. are. I'm gonna ask you about items, and you gotta tell me did they actually pumpkin spices or not? Okay. Okay, I'll all try. new, all new items uh, from from last
0: year. These are different. So uh, we're gonna see if you can guess this. I'm gonna see if I can get this right. And for the record, you need to know something. I love to hate on pumpkin spice. I just I I enjoy. I get yeah, a you, thrill. Need, you need to know that. I I get a thrill off of hating on pumpkin spice. But here's the here's the funny thing. I actually don't mind it. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Krispy Kreme puts out like this pumpkin spice donut, cream cheese donut that is to die for. It is so good. So I love to hate on it, but I also don't mind it. Yeah, so. I I love pumpkin
1: spice. All right, what we got I Matt? we established last year. But all right, so first item,
0: butter butter did they pumpkin spice it yeah man i would say why would you not pumpkin spice butter you're gonna put it on something anyway so, Ding 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 they spiced it they spiced it All Pumpkin right. spice butter next up not putting it on my bagel though just, just next saying. up starburst oh,
1: did man. they pumpkin
0: spice starburst I, I feel like pumpkin spice is it's that borderline it can be sweet it can be savory but uh-huh. starbursts are very squirrely squarely in the sweet category. I'm going to say they did not pumpkin spice Starbursts. You're right. They did not <gasps> yes. pumpkin spice Two for two, burst. baby. Okay. Uh, window cleaner. Okay. This one's so weird. I feel like if you window clean something, I guarantee you they if they did this, they colored it orange, like with real, pu- <laughs> <laughs> you know, like some advertisers will say with real pieces of pumpkin spice, so you know yeah. it works or something yeah. like that. You know, there's like flecks of something floating <laughs> in the liquid or like, whatever, real pieces of whatever, so you know it's real. I'm going to say they pumpkin spice the window cleaner. Not yet. Oh, not they yet. not they, pumpkin spice They it. will. They, they will. will. You watch for it. They'll be
1: pumpkin spice
0: window <laughs> cleaner. No uh, doubt.
1: All right. If this
0: is an unusual one kind of goes along with what you said earlier about ravioli, but lasagna noodles. Yes, they totally pumpkin spice that. If they did the ravioli, they did the lasagna noodles. They did. Absolutely. They pumpkin spice it. Yeah, they did it. All right. How would that even, like, when you eat the ravioli, does it taste like ravioli or does it taste like pumpkin pie-oli? Yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm not going to find out. I'm going to pass on oh, that yeah, one. I don't, no I don't, doubt.
1: I don't care to find that out. Yep.
0: Um, what about uh, beef jerky? Oh, man. Beef jerky? Beef jerky. Oh, you know, beef jerky comes in so many different flavors. Like, there's like probably a candy cane flavored beef jerky, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, I would say they pumpkin spiced this. They spiced it. Yeah, they did. They did. it. They pumpkin spiced it. Yeah. They went ahead and did the beef jerky. Of course, you did. (laughs) All right. Next up, Powerade. Oh, man. Powerade. Now, are you a Gatorade guy or a Powerade guy? I. To be honest,
1: I can't really tell the difference. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares?
0: They're both blue. Yeah. <laughs> They're both blue. Yeah. I mean, they come in other colors, of course. I, I'm going to say they did not pumpkin spice to power. That just is too weird. Yeah, they didn't pumpkin spice. Okay. It. Thank, goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. You know, when you're thirsty and you're sweating, like, oh, man, what I really need right now is liquid pumpkin pie <laughs> to really satisfy my thirst. No. It might have electrolytes in it, maybe, naturally occurring, but no. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Dog shampoo and dog conditioner. They absolutely pumpkin spice. It. They, they absolutely to, yeah. pumpkin spice. It. Who I mean, it's fall. Why would you not want your dog to smell like a pumpkin? Right? Uh, but here's the thing though. Dogs start to smell bad really quickly. So then your yeah. dog is is like going to smell like a rotten pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah. And let me tell you, rotten pumpkin is a smell you oh, want yeah. to be it's as far away from as bad. possible. It's bad. It's like the two week old like after you've carved your pumpkin, And two weeks later, your pumpkin is super moldy and nasty. There's, like, all kinds of – there's probably COVID growing in it, you know? (laughs) Mold COVID. Yeah. All right. Let me give you a couple more here. You ready? Um, Dental floss. Dental floss. You know, I feel like when you floss, you want to remove whatever pumpkin is in there. So I'm going to say – it probably did, but I hope to God they did not pumpkin spice it. Not yet. They okay, yet. good. I'm glad my hopes and fears have been confirmed <laughs> on the pumpkin spice dental floss.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you two meats, delicious meats, and you can tell me, did they pumpkin spice it or not? Okay. Salmon and
0: sausage. So they could both be or neither or one or the other. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to say they pumpkin spice the salmon. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say they didn't. They did not pumpkin spice the sausage. Nope. They spiced both of them. They spice them both. There is spiced, spiced could... salmon and spiced sausage. See, I can kind of see the salmon because, like, hey, it's kind of pinky and orange and pumpkin it's spice. Kind and of orange. pinky and orange. <laughs> you know the the <laughs> colors. They work, right? Yeah. No, no, don't
1: do it. All right. Let me give you two more. Mm. Uh, actually, no, three more. Uh, bird feed and deer feed. See, why would you not put
0: pumpkins? I feel like pumpkin seeds themselves. Yeah. Might attract birds. No, but it would be almost too big for most birds. But it's like what birds? Like man, that guy down the street he has regular bird feed. But this guy, this guy has pumpkin flavored bird seed. <laughs> this is where it's at, y'all. Yeah, they did it. Did they pumpkin spice the they bird did seed? Not okay. Not good. yet. Neither the birds. I don't feel like birds are that picky, and neither and
1: the deer. Neither they haven't. Or the deer, yeah, the deers have not had pumpkin spice deer feed made yet. But is I'm there, sure it's coming. Just like a pumpkin spice salt lake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? All right, last one. Here we go. All right. Deodorant. The, did they pumpkin spice deodorant? We
0: definitely need we need our, our pit smelling like <laughs> pumpkin. I I have a feeling they did this, but I really hope they didn't. I, they pumpkin spiced it, didn't they? They did. Oh my word! <laughs> Pumpkin spicing deodorant. The uh, point of deodorant is to remove odor odors and to like replace it with linen, fresh laundry smell, or whatever. What yeah. have you? Not like a food smell. Like I would like to have a steak deodorant. <laughs> Do you have a coffee deodorant? How about a bacon deodorant? Like um, how many? Like chicken and waffles? I could go with that. I, uh, like yeah. Like maple flavor because you put it in a candle. Yeah your rule of thumb if you can put it i guess pumpkin spice they have pumpkin spice candles i think i think the next
1: challenge we do here in a couple weeks when we do our our next podcast i I think that um the loser
0: has to go a day wearing pumpkin spice deodorant i feel like that's a bet i'm not willing to take
1: oh come on man i
0: don't want to risk smelling like a pumpkin all day (laughs) although my wife will be like mmm pumpkin pie yeah uh no 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 pumpkin pie sure
1: if I mean, if if she if that sounds if good she likes her, it, oh,
0: shit. maybe I'll wear the pumpkin pie deodorant. Okay, well, I think I'm gonna I might, she's, she's I'm gonna, gonna some, order some. She's gonna listen to this podcast and she's gonna order on Amazon, and say, hey, don't <laughs> you want to try this? Like, oh, I love you, baby, but yeah, no, I have to go to work. The unfortunate <laughs> thing
1: is, whoever loses, I mean, our, our watchers and listeners, they won't be able to smell. You know, they
0: they're not this gonna get to. If they have that going have to take yet. our word for it. Right. All right, well this concludes our annual. Did they pumpkin spice it? We don't have to do this again for another year,
1: right? No, we don't. No. Okay. Maybe next time we can do like um, something about the latte, the
0: pumpkin spice latte. Ooh, we can you know talk about pumpkin spice lattes. Yep. Yeah. Because that's what we need more about pumpkin. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, (laughs) uh, we are gonna take a quick break, and after we come back from the break of all five seconds. Matt is going to be here doing an interview with Mark Hutchinson about some of the stories and the ways that he impacted people through our disaster relief in Louisiana. It is an awesome interview, and you'll learn a lot about this amazing ministry. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere in the next five seconds.
1: All right, we are back. And sitting next to me in this bright yellow shirt and hat is my good friend Mark Hutchinson. How you doing, Mark?
2: Doing good, Matt. How you doing, buddy? I'm
1: good, man. Let's, let's give a little history here. You and I have known each other a long time. Way too long, it seems like. A long like. time. So back when I worked at my previous church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Mark uh, was working with me with our students. And, yes, I was. Uh, and I moved here, and then his family moved here, and uh, Mark has continued to work with our students and has been a, a good friend of mine, and uh, I love this guy right here. So... You said there would be a signing bonus, yeah. and I, I haven't seen it yet. So. I actually have have been uh, a youth pastor or uh, on youth staff with all four of your kids. Yes, you and have. So, and your oldest is thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah. Okay. You're old, dude. I'm old. I'm an old dude. You're a little bit older, but uh, hey, we're still working with students and still loving it, right? I love it, but we're not talking about that today. Oh, okay. No, we're what? not. We, we're talking about is something else that you're doing right now that you are loving doing. Obviously, you're representing the the DR, the disaster relief team, well today. So, uh, you're on because we want we want to hear from you. We wanted to hear your story. Um, first of all, let's talk about how you got involved with DR. Here at this church. Okay, sure. Um, well, let, 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 Even further than that, go back for further. those that don't know maybe what DR is, give us a real quick spiel.
2: So the Southern Baptist of Texas uh, disaster relief team, uh, basically Texas uh, churches all over have put together uh, opportunity to provide disaster relief yeah. uh, in times of need and uh, providing it uh, at no cost to others. Uh, which is, you know, kind of the thing in, in ministry, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the uh, the way to go, yep. um, really. And uh, so it's been really kind of cool. Um, my wife and I uh, got down here to the church uh, after we followed you in, and uh, this guy, Mike Northern, kept bugging everybody about getting on the, you know, train for disaster relief. Get trained, get trained, get trained. trained. Yeah. We said, sure, we'll do that. Uh, so, you know, i Probably almost nine, eight, nine years ago, we got trained, uh, and we uh, have to renew every so often to get our training, to keep it up to date and stuff, Um, but haven't really done anything uh, with it. Didn't have time, didn't have uh, a job that provided uh, a window of opportunity and Mm -hmm. stuff, and uh, so uh, recently had that opportunity, and it was really kind of cool.
1: Great. So tell us all about it. Your first deployment.
2: My first deployment. Uh, Tammy actually deployed uh, a couple years, three years ago maybe, uh, when we did uh, our feeding kitchen here uh-huh. in uh, in the parking lot and uh, worked with the uh, American Red Cross, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and uh, did some provide some meals for people displaced from the hurricane mm-hmm. down in the Houston area. Uh, this time, uh, Hurricane Ida came barreling through uh, Louisiana, unfortunately, again. And uh, so... Uh, Tuesday night, uh, the uh, 31st of August, I get a phone call from Mike Northern. Hey, we really need you to go, and we're going tomorrow at noon. What? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so talked to Tammy. We said, sure, let's make it happen. Wow. Uh, talked to my boss. Uh, got everything worked out with uh, with my uh, company and everything, and got an opportunity to drive out there to Louisiana. Um, interesting, as you get closer to Louisiana, uh, more and more gas stations are running out of gas mm. or the lines are getting longer at the gas stations. Wow. Uh, it was really kind of interesting to see. I, I remember back when we had actual gas lines in the 70s. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. that old. <laughs> um, so that was kind of fascinating to me. Uh, and then we started seeing some of the damage as we got closer to Baton Rouge uh, and to the area we went to, which was Gonzalez, uh Louisiana, which is really kind of a cool, cool little town, um, uh, neat people. Um but uh very much uh devastated with uh, no power, uh, no water, um that kind of stuff makes it uh, difficult to uh, to carry on life.
1: Yeah. So how many of you guys went?
2: Uh I think there were probably ten or eleven that came from, from First Baptist from okay. our church. Um and uh one or two of those showed up, you know, a few days later. Um I think uh um uh, Russ Woodland, uh, Woodward came in on uh, Sunday. Okay. We went down Wednesday the 1st. Um, we got there to the church that was hosting us. Uh, there were already people there from other churches uh, that had set up a kitchen and had started preparing meals. Um, that was a smaller kitchen than what we have here at the church. I think uh, Mike said they can provide up to 10,000 meals a day out of that kitchen. Wow. And our our kitchen can actually provide up to 20,000 meals a day. Um, So, um, lots of meals to prep. Um, When we got there uh, at midnight on a Wednesday night, uh, we had to be up there uh, Thursday morning, bright and early. Uh, So, I think some of us got maybe three or four hours of sleep. Wow. Um, And uh, we started working. Uh, We started setting up our kitchen uh, canopy and tent, all of our equipment out of our trailer. Um, And so, that was pretty much our first day, real day, is setting up our stuff. Um, while they were putting out meals, I think they did like 8,000 meals that day. Wow. Um, so we had uh opportunity to um, get everything set up and then Friday we really started cooking on our end. Um, and from Friday on, they were putting out 14,000 meals a day.
1: Uh, my goodness. So, is that is that um, the main gist of what you did on this trip? You you did the kitchen and you worked in the kitchen. We
2: we uh, First Baptist Flugerville has a uh, feeding trailer, right? Uh, and that's their main function. They also have a uh, uh, clean out, uh, mud out.
1: Yeah, so help um, explain some of that, like what, chainsaw what all, crew, what all the dr team does. Because so
2: different, different crews. Um, we have a uh, clean out or mud out and chainsaw crew. Uh, and trailer, which goes out, and all these down trees uh, have yeah. to be cleared. Uh, they bring them, cut them down, get them put out to the curb, and then there's companies that come through this, uh, the towns and the streets picking up all that trash. Yeah, Amazing uh, crews that do that. Uh, big trailers, big claw arms that reach out, grab the stuff. Uh, they pretty much do it all from their truck. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> they don't even have to get out. Um, kind of cool. Um, so we have a, a team of people that are trained in that, chainsaw and mud out. Um, And they go through and uh, got these big chainsaws, and they cut up trees, um, do a lot of things. There's a feeding uh, Mm -hmm. crew. Uh, We have a feeding trailer, obviously, so we have a crew of people that go out, do all the feeding. There's four different types of ovens or cooking surfaces that we use, a big canopy tent that goes over the top of all that. Uh, A lot of sanitation goes on uh, because we have to manage everything under regular health food standards, right? Uh, So you're out no matter where, and you still have to maintain those standards. So you have to use gloves, you have to use sanitation. You sanitize everything, you know, three times over. Uh, worse than COVID. Um, yeah. So it's kind of kind of involved and very much a, um all-hands-on-deck kind of thing. Yeah. As many people as possible uh, that they can take uh, that can go is what's needed. The more, the merrier. Yeah. Uh, many hands make light work, right? Yeah, yeah. So... That's great, man. So, um, there's but, other teams. Um, our our church is focused on those two teams, mainly. Right. Uh, but there's uh, laundry and uh, shower facility teams uh, that provide laundry services and showers for the uh, disaster relief workers. Yeah, it's not for um, people that are misplaced.
1: Right. Uh, it's
2: for the actual workers. But so you're
1: that, so you're feeding workers and people that have been misplaced, right? Yeah. So
2: they've got people that manage. Uh, taking care of the workers as far as food. Some of the team members that were there did that um, and uh, made sure there was breakfast for everybody, uh, made sure there was lunch, made sure there was dinner. Uh, Sometimes we ate what we cooked (laughs) for the rest of the groups, and sometimes they just cooked something new and completely different. So it was kind of nice.
1: Yeah. So what uh, what would you say was the hardest thing to do while you were there?
2: Uh, Hardest thing? Uh, getting up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little hard. That was a little difficult. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't done that since my military days. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, that was kind of difficult. Uh, I think, um, uh, learning the process cause yeah. I hadn't been on feeding and hadn't been trained on feeding, but nice thing is it's on the job training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so some of that was new and different, but, mm-hmm. uh, got used to that pretty quick. Um, uh. I think those are the two main things that are really hard, Um, and in for me physically, right? Right. Um, And unfortunately, most of the people that seem to tend to go on uh, disaster relief deployments are more the retired folks. Um, So more of them that go than the more of us younger guys, um, and I say myself as younger, Mm -hmm. um, need to be there as well Mm -hmm. because we got to replace them as they, you know, age out, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a job that more of the younger staff needs to get involved.
1: Yeah. What would you say, uh, what experience impacted you the most?
2: Uh, probably uh, one day we were leaving. Uh, I was in the truck with uh, Chuck Gilbert and uh, one other gentleman. And we were leaving after we'd done all the inventory. We got all the food prepped for the next day. Uh, got the pallets out and everything. Um, And we were leaving, and there was this young lady with her son uh, just kind of standing around in the complex. Um, And this is a huge complex. Mm -hmm. Everything was staged from there. I mean, electric companies, the military, uh, generators, everything was staged out of this whole complex. Um, And she just standing around, we're just, you know, like that look on her face like, I'm not sure where to go or what to do. Kind of a thing. Um, so we stopped, uh, we asked uh, if she was looking for something we could help her with and uh, she just said I, she couldn't get older her husband, uh, he was at work, uh, her phone wasn't working, she needed to get to uh, a store to get some uh, uh, Similac uh, formula mm-hmm. for her son. Mm-hmm. And we thought, okay, we can do that. So we invited her to let us take her to that and get it done and um, just had a nice conversation with her, uh understanding you know the situation she's in her husband's in um the fact that they were displaced from their house had a tree that fell on it mm-hmm. uh, they were living in a shelter with a one-year-old um and that's got to be difficult yeah. got to be tough heart-wrenching you know mm-hmm. for the rest of us to look at wow that's you know a real life situation that people are going through right now uh, we got her to uh, a walmart Um, actually Chuck went in and bought the formula Um, and we didn't get her to you know pay for anything we paid for all of it Mm. Uh, he also bought a toy for the kid Uh, was kind of cool mainly because the kid was chewing on his belt in the back seat, Mm. and so he's like I'm tired of the guy chewing on my belt (laughs) chew on this Uh, cuz he was teething so um, it was really really cool experience Uh, I got to talk with her about her family life um, and uh, it was uh, it was neat to see uh, and understand more about what's going on. Yeah, firsthand.
1: So you would do it again? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. Okay. Well, so one last question: Why uh, why should someone get trained for DR?
2: You never know when the opportunity is going to present itself, uh-huh. uh, when the opportunity is going to be there, and when God's going to call you to it. Yeah. Um, God's called us all to that kind of a ministry to reach out, and what better way to minister to people? than to provide a need when they really need it. That's what Jesus did. There you go.
1: Yeah. All right, well, Mark, thank you for sharing your story. You bet. And, uh, and maybe you're hearing this and maybe you're uh, a member of the DR team and we just wanna say thank you. Thank you for uh, all that you do and uh, what an incredible ministry of our church. If you wanna get involved, um, you can talk to Mark, talk to Mike Northern and I I know he would get you signed up in a heartbeat. Um,
2: cool thing is, you can do a lot of the, the initial training, the basic training online. Yeah, so it's real easy to do.
1: Good, good. Well, maybe you're maybe you're looking for a place to plug in or, or something where you can be involved and in, in serve. What a great ministry! So, um, Mark, we're gonna we're gonna close this podcast out in prayer. Uh, but Sweet. before we do that, uh, I want to remind you guys we're going to be uh, our next episode. We're going to have our new pastor. Mark, did you know we have a new pastor? We have a new pastor? We have a new pastor. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so Wes Wilkinson, uh, actually, we are are dedicating him, doing a covenant service with him this Sunday. And so uh, Wes is our brand new pastor. And so the next podcast we do, Wes will be here. And so we want to know from you, what are some questions that you'd like to ask Wes? You know, maybe... uh, Probably not deep theological questions, because that would like take up the whole time. I mean, you can, but if there's something uh, fun you want to know about Wes, just getting to know him, um, submit those questions to us. We would love to uh, ask him when he's on the podcast, but um, exciting times. We can't wait. So uh, we're going to close in prayer, and then uh, we will end this. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Lord, thank you so much for um, using us and God for giving us the yes. opportunity to serve. And Father, we do want to continue just to pray for um, all of the families that have been uh, affected by um, this this recent hurricane. And, and God, just uh, all all different parts of the the nation. I, I know Louisiana, New York. Uh, Father, we just we lift these families up to you and just mm. pray, God, that you would that they you would use this. Lord, to bring Yourself glory, but also to bring people to salvation in You. And um, Father, we know that life can change in a heartbeat. And uh, Father, for so many of these people, Lord, they are experiencing a whole new way of life, maybe a way of life they they had no idea was coming. And uh, so Father, we pray that You would just be their peace and their comfort. Continue to use guys like Mark and our DR teams to bring hope uh, and help To these people. And uh, Father, thank you for using us and for allowing us to be um, the hands and feet that you work through. Um, God, I thank you for Mark and thank you for his family. Thank you for his ministry here with this church. And I pray your blessing on him and others who have served through the DR team as well. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. But hey, we would love to hear from you. If you have ideas for the podcast, uh, you can submit those to us or, uh, man, just. Help us get the word out about this. Um, you can find us on all the different all the different places, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and they're all out there. And you can find us, share it, like it, and uh, let other people know about it. And we will see you here in about two weeks. Next week. And Wes will be here, so can't wait. Have a great one. Bye.